About two months ago, I decided to increase my position in one company, making it my biggest holding in my entire portfolio by far. And that company is Apple. I already owned a lot of this stock, but I decided to increase my position by a value of $10,000, picking up an additional 79.7 shares at a share price of 125. This purchase was exactly one month ago from today. Now, the reason that I purchased so much more Apple was outlined in a video I did one month ago called Why I'm Buying So Much Apple Stock. And it's pretty straightforward. In that video one month ago, I went over all the various reasons that I thought that Apple was undervalued. I thought it was an undervalued company despite being the biggest company in the world. I went over things like the P.E. ratio. Apple has a modest P.E. ratio compared to the rest of the market. It's basically in line with the rest of the market, the average of the S&P 500. Apple has one of the strongest balance sheets, if not the strongest, in the entire world. They have an excess of $100 billion in cash. They continue to buy their shares aggressively. Their shares outstanding go down month after month as they continually buy their own stock. In fact, Warren Buffett highlighted this as one of the biggest benefits to Apple shareholders is even if you don't buy additional stock, you'll own more of the company over time as they do their share buybacks. This is another benefit that I looked at when owning Apple stock. I also went over their underappreciated moat from Morningstar, which they call a narrow moat. I think Apple has a pretty good moat. It would be very difficult to compete with Apple. I wouldn't call it a narrow moat. And I explored a few other ways in that video that I thought Apple was undervalued. Now, since then, in this very short amount of time, just in the past month, Apple stock has been on a bit of a tear. It's up 13.52%, while the rest of the market's up 2.52%. So the stock has climbed quite a bit over the past 30 days. My gains in the stock have also climbed as well. I'm up $12,600. So Apple has been a great holding for me so far, and I think it will continue to be in the future. One of the things that I think that investors miss with companies as big as Apple and companies like Apple are secret projects. That's right, secret projects, things this company is working on that haven't officially been revealed. Apple has increased the amount of money that they spend on research and development aggressively over the past decade. In fact, if we go back to 2012, for instance, they were spending $3.38 billion on research and development. $3.3 billion is a lot of money. For any company, this would be a huge amount of money spent on research and development. But over the years, you can see the trend. It went to $4.4 billion, $6 billion, $8 billion. It continues to go up dramatically to last year, 2020. They spent $18.75 billion in one year on research and development. That's more than most companies' revenue, let alone spend on research and development, but this amount of money being spent on R&D for Apple continues to increase. Where is all this money going? Well, we have a couple ideas. One of them is Apple Glasses. This is a project that Apple has never released a statement on, never has officially acknowledged or talked about in any way. It is a rumored project from Apple. Apple is rumored to have a secret research unit with hundreds of employees working on AR and VR and exploring ways the emerging technology could be used in future Apple products. They even have some details on these potential products. They say that Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo has said that Apple's upcoming mixed reality headset will feature 15 optical camera modules in total. Eight of the 15 camera modules will be used for see-through augmented reality experiences. Six modules will be used for innovative biometrics and one camera module will be used for environmental detection. That sounds pretty complex. There's no word yet whether or not Apple's headset will be able to support iris recognition, but Cool says that based on hardware specifications, an iris recognition feature should be possible. So Apple may be building an advanced headset 
that has augmented and virtual reality, 16 optical high quality cameras. It has advanced computational ability, and it may even be able to identify who you are, specifically who you are by looking at your iris. This is some next level stuff. This is stuff that does not exist in the world today that Apple certainly has a team exploring and working on and seeing if they can eventually come up with a product worthy to bring to their customers. Apple doesn't exactly rush products to the market. They're not really concerned with being the very first product to the market. Their biggest concern is always having the best product. So they'll take years of time to fine tune something before releasing it. An example of that is the AirPods. AirPods for all intents and purposes existed before Apple. There were wireless earbuds before the AirPods, but Apple took the principal design of one thing and they fine-tuned it for years before releasing the AirPods. We believe in a wireless future. A future where all of your devices intuitively connect. This belief drove the design of our new wireless AirPods. Did wireless earbuds exist before the AirPods? Sure they did. There's ones out there that existed, but for Apple, it didn't really matter. They went into a product category that already existed. They created a more seamless, unified, and beautiful design, and they ran away with the lead in the product category. Like most of Apple products, they're not the first, but they're usually the best. The AirPods revenue was $23 billion in 2020. Just the AirPods, just that one product brought in $23 billion. To put that in perspective, we can compare that to the total revenue of leading technology companies. Netflix brought in $25 billion, just a hair above the Apple AirPods. The AirPods revenued about double what Adobe and Uber brought in. About double what those companies brought in. They bring in more revenue than multiples of Twitter, Spotify, or Snapchat. So this one product not only blows away all the competitors in terms of other AirPods, but it almost even competes with leading technology companies. This is one product that Apple released after other competitors with a simply more refined and seamless experience. And the AirPods popularity has not been short-lived. I see the same type of thing possibly happening in the space of virtual reality. There's already a lot of options available for people if they want to pick up a VR headset. Oculus is one of the most popular. It's a company owned by Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg is very public in speaking about virtual reality. It's one of the things he's most excited about. But I could see the same thing happening. If Apple's working in the background to design a new VR headset that works a little bit better, it's a little bit more seamless, it's a little bit more integrated, I could see this working in the same way that it has previously. The same way that Apple introduced the AirPods after wireless earbuds. The same way that Apple introduced the iPod after the mini MP3 players that already existed. And the same way that Apple introduced the iPhone after the Windows phone and the Fire phone already existed. In the case of Apple, it's not the first product that wins. It's not the first one to go to market. It is the superior product that wins. And Apple has been very good at coming out with the superior product. Now, outside of virtual reality headsets, we know there's other things that Apple has to be working on with this massive budget of $18 billion for research and development. That pays for a lot more than just headsets. There's no way a sum of money close to $20 billion only goes to VR headsets. And another product that's heavily rumored Apple's working on aggressively is the Apple car. Do you see Apple building a car and that maybe being a threat to you? encourage uh, more participation um, by whoever it is to create electric vehicles. Um, it, it's, it's quite hard to do, um, but I think uh, companies like Apple will probably make a compelling electric car. It seems like the obvious thing to do. 
Elon Musk, noting that it's very difficult to make an electric car, realizes that Apple's one of the few companies that probably has the capabilities to be able to pull this off, to be able to pull off something as complex as making an EV. Are you betting that that's going to happen? Have you heard anything? Well, it's pretty hard to hide something if you hire over a thousand engineers to do it. So you think Apple is serious about it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> this is an open secret. Elon Musk laughs at the question of if they're taking this seriously because he acknowledges the open secret that they have over a thousand engineers and car experts working for them trying to actively create an Apple car. It's difficult to hide the fact that you've hired a thousand engineers to work on a project. And Elon Musk would know. He's in direct competition to hire these employees, to hire this talent to work at Tesla. What we know so far is that in 2014, Apple began working on Project Titan with an upwards of 1,000 car experts and engineers developing an electric vehicle at a secret location near the company's Cupertino headquarters. Now, we don't know as much details about this secret project, only that Apple's working on it aggressively, and a good amount of their research and development budget is probably going to the Apple car. So we know Apple's working on virtual reality, we know they're working on an Apple car, and they're taking these projects very seriously. But overall, what is probably the biggest thing that Apple is working on in the background in secret? I don't think it's the Apple car, and I don't think it's virtual reality. I think it's healthcare. On the healthcare in particular, and, and sort of your well-being, this is an area that I believe, if you zoom out into the future and you look back and you ask the question, what was Apple's greatest contribution to mankind? It will be about health. This is one thing that's not a secret. The CEO of Apple, Tim Cook, has repeatedly stated that the biggest contribution Apple make to mankind is in healthcare. And I think Tim Cook's being accurate here. I think that the biggest single focus of Apple as a company is in healthcare. And in this piece from the Wall Street Journal, they reveal how much Apple has really pushed into healthcare. It goes far beyond what I think most people are expecting. Apple has envisioned audacious plans for its healthcare, offering its own primary care medical services with Apple-employed doctors at its own clinics. Now to test that and other bold healthcare ideas, it took over clinics that catered to its employees and built a team with scores of clinicians, engineers, product designers, and others. But they go through in this write-up how difficult it's been for Apple to get this product off the ground. A new health app launched quietly this year has struggled to keep users engaged. Some employees have raised questions internally about the integrity of the health data coming from the company's clinics that have been used to support the product development. So even though they've been pushing hard into the healthcare territory, none of these products have been revealed because they're having trouble with them. They haven't been able to get them to work up to their standards. When Apple was asked specifically about this report, they say, quote, many of the assertions in this report are based on incomplete, outdated, or inaccurate information. So the Apple spokesperson is saying, you don't have the entire story with this. They also note how difficult it is for technology to improve healthcare. Healthcare is an extremely difficult field to try to do innovations and improvements in. They say looking for new markets where technology can improve efficiency and outcomes and power sales growth, the tech sector has eyed healthcare as an untapped opportunity. Some of tech's biggest efforts have failed, including Haven, Amazon Incorporated's high-profile partnership with other companies that aim to reduce healthcare costs. Today, Amazon has a new effort to sell prescriptions 
and a plan to launch virtual care across 50 states. So Amazon's pushing into healthcare as well, but they're doing it with a different angle than Apple. Apple has approached healthcare primarily through the Apple Watch. They say according to the documents and people familiar with the plan, an Apple team spent months trying to figure out how the flood of health and wellness data collected from users from its smartwatch first released in 2015, might be used to improve healthcare. That's the big thing. They have all this information from their watch, and they want to use that to improve people's healthcare. So how does Apple realize this vision? How do they go into healthcare? They said the team decided one of the best ways to realize that vision was to provide a medical service of their own, linking data generated by Apple devices with virtual and in-person care provided by Apple doctors. Apple would offer primary care, but also continuous health monitoring as part of a subscription-based personalized healthcare program, according to the people and the documents. So Apple, again, is looking for opportunities to create more subscriptions and more service-based income. This is one thing that I've mentioned before and why I'm bullish on Apple is that they have improved their business model, making it more reliable and increasing their moat by creating a lot of services, a lot of sticky revenue, and Apple's continuously looking for new ways to grow their subscription and service-based businesses. Apple Healthcare is definitely one of them. If Apple could prove that its combination of device sensors, software, and services could improve people's health and lower costs, the company could franchise the model to health systems and even other countries. So this is a massive opportunity. If Apple was to make this successful, This would be a giant game changer for Apple, along with any other projects they're working on. If they make virtual reality successful, that would be a game changer. If they made the Apple car successful, that would be a game changer. But if they also make any of their healthcare initiatives like this one, even the secret aspects of it, successful, any of these would be a game changer. They say the effort continues today. This is ongoing, and Apple has so far struggled to move Casper past the preliminary stage. So this hasn't been a success. This hasn't been something that Apple's released yet, but it's something that we now know they're actively working on that's been revealed in these secret reports. Gene Munster, who is an analyst that covers Apple, who has been very accurate on his predictions so far, says that there is a market today for an Apple healthcare subscription. There's a lot of unknowns, but there's also a lot of services Apple could be doing in the future. Health Plus being one of them. Apple's health subscription service. We could have Stocks Plus. We know they have a Stocks app. What if they're investing in something to make it so you have right on your iPhone more information about investing in stocks? That's something that Apple could do in the future. You could have Maps Plus, a more advanced map system from Apple. You could have Mail Plus, Podcast Plus. They're already doing that a little bit with paid podcasts. So these are many things that Apple could be doing in the future. So in my opinion, even if Apple isn't successful with any of these new endeavors, even if they aren't successful with the VR headset or with the Apple car or with their new approach to Apple, Apple Healthcare, the company's still a good company. The projects that are currently public are still successful and highly profitable. Any of these additional secret projects they're working on are just future potential catalysts. If any of these happen, if Apple releases a VR headset or they release the Apple car, imagine what that would do to the stock. I think it would have substantial impacts on the valuation of this company. So I hold the company with the assumption that none of these projects will be successful 
But with the opportunity that any of them are, I think I'll have outsized returns with this holding. Because right now, it's being priced as any other company that isn't investing nearly as much into different opportunities like this. So that's my thoughts on these newly revealed secret documents from Apple showing their aggressive, in-depth approach into healthcare. And it may never come to light. They may never have success ultimately in the big efforts they're doing into this, but it's one more way that this company could potentially grow in the future. Now, I look at every company pretty in-depth that I invest into. I like to know what I own. I try not to invest in companies that I'm not familiar with. So a lot of companies that I'm investing in are companies like Apple, companies like Disney, where I understand the product, companies like Costco, where I'm very familiar with what they're doing, their business model, and their growth plans. If you'd like to see any of the companies in my portfolio, I have an updated link in the description. All of them, you can click around into each of these categories and see what companies I'm invested in. But that's a look at Apple and their secret documents. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss the next episode. But that's all for this time. I'll see you all in the next one.